don't don't fucking say anything. All right. I'm not gonna. All right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> how did we start the last one? Was it Welcome to the Unknown Series podcast? Um, yeah, we, we did. Welcome to. About, the- we start talking about dumb shit, and I was calling you out on some bullshit, like I'm doing now. And yeah. What do you gotta say to Johnny calling you fucking stupid? I was just starting it. Okay, and now it's more interesting. Hey, uh, serious question. Can I charge my USB device on that? It's my shit. Thank you. Oh, God, it's, it's, it's big gone. <laughs> she deader than hell. Damn, all right. All right, well. <clears throat> Welcome to the Actually, you can start now. Let's all say the intro at the exact same time. Okay, we're not going to make it like a Van Off video where they try to do the fucking race thing. Here's what we're going to do. Welcome to the Unknown Outsiders podcast. Actually, I my think name... it would work. <laughs> and action. Did you just say and action? <laughs> <laughs> Cut it. Fuck it. Shut it off. We're doing it live. <laughs> Welcome. Take 13. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Unknown Outsiders Podcast. My name is Ethan. I'm Johnny. And my name is Hayden. What's your <laughs> name? I couldn't hear you. Hey, Dad. That means come closer. I know you're comfy and everything, but like... What's up, little mama? My name is Hayden. Alright, go on. Fuck! Alright, so. Mental health conversation, right? Yeah. This is gonna be you about you now, because part one was hate. You about you now? Alright. Sounds about. Alright, so. Um. Most. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dickhead. My back just hurts really bad. <laughs> okay, I totally was trying to be a dickhead earlier, and I'm sorry about that. On the mental health podcast, bro. <sighs> Gotta make it a little entertaining. So, it all... <laughs> <laughs> um, most of, like, my mental health, like, kind of struggles... Uh, began maybe around I think it kind of started in fourth grade and it was about like it's over something that sounds dumb but it kind of affected me a little bit but like it was important to you because you was in fifth grade fourth grade whatever you said yeah well me if it affects you then it's not dumb well um because like in third grade since like they said like, the teachers all thought I was, like, really good at math and shit. So they were like, yo, you want to be in the advanced one? And I was like, yeah, dope. So I felt like, yo, I... Felt like I, you're better than them. Yeah, I felt like I had a little bit more worth from that. Then again, I was in third grade, so it wasn't too big of a worth, but it was still... Instead of two plus two, two times two. Yeah. I mean, it is, like, a personal achievement. Like, you are, like, part of the select few in this class that is advanced enough to be able to do this i was always in that shit and i hated it i was too always looked down on those kids like fucking peasants <laughs> you wish you had my brain it's like a cat <laughs> sitting up on like a um shelf just looking at you in pure disgust 
Because cats don't give a fuck about anyone or anything. All right, carry on, Ethan. Basically, you're a cat. Shut up. There are a lot more interruptions during this one. (laughs) So shut up, Johnny. Um, But, yeah, I thought that was, like, a, as you said, like, personal achievement. And then, like, in fourth grade, because I'm pretty sure I got, like, all A's in that class or B's. But I'm really good at math. It's just, like, my shock suit for some reason. But, yeah, I know. I always copied off you during in sophomore year, junior year. Cool. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, like, fourth grade came around, and, like, whenever they were, like, because they did, like, this announcement thing, like, in our class where telling who's going to that class for that period. I'm pretty sure they had periods in that grade. I don't they know. Did. Okay. But, like, they were just calling out all the people, and, like, since I knew I was in it the previous year and I knew I did really well in it, I was like, all right, dope, I'm going to be in this. And, like, I packed up everything and, like, they never said my name and all the kids left. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I thought I was in this shit for sure. But then I was just, like, booted out of it for some reason. Even though I got, like, A's and B's in there. So, like, I don't understand why it happened, but I think it may have been I told them not to. But I don't recall it. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure, like, I wanted to be in it, but... Like, the fact that you were rejected from it made you feel like a failure. Yeah, it made me feel like... fifth grade. Well, if you think about it, this is, like, your first, like, personal failure. Like, this is something that, like, you felt like you could have changed. Yeah, and then, like, I don't think really much of anything else, like, happened after that, but, like... In fifth grade, there wasn't, like, too much of bullying. I think I had some in uh, third grade. I, like, most of the, like, popular kids. But most of them I, like, talked to. But I think there was still some bullying within that. Could you finally start growing into your nose? I'm sorry. I'll stop. Oh, my God. Holy shit, Johnny. I'm sorry. You about to be kicked off this shit. I got poo brain right now. Damn. But I'm, uh... Go on after like all that shit and then like we went into junior high and like i don't know which year it was but i know one of them like that's just where it hit like a complete downfall and like everyone just started hating me and started talking behind my back and like that's whenever i stopped like talking to a lot of people and stopped doing anything just because i felt like none of my friends were there so Nothing really happened, and it wasn't until, like, maybe eighth grade I started talking to just a few people, and, uh, like, still at that point, I was still getting, like, bullied behind my back and shit and all that, and even getting bullied, like, on bus rides and shit from people, and I think in the locker room from people, too. Just, like, even from my closest friends, I was still getting it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that made me feel worse because it was, like my close friends and they were putting me down too and that wasn't something I enjoyed cause like if it's your closest friends why would they ever want to put you down if they're supposed to be your real friend mm-hmm. and they're not and uh which also main one I'll say it just because he's gonna do one too Jacob he was like one of the biggest ones well not biggest ones but Every day he would do shit and act up. Like he was like the most like hurtful because you considered him a really close friend. 
Well, yeah, because he was the first close friend outside of just... Your cousin. Yeah, Gage and Dakota. He was the first person outside of that that I actually talked to. Mm-hmm. And he was just a complete asshole. Just, still kind of is. But in a joking way. <laughs> yeah, now we realize that we're all joking about it before we didn't. Yeah, and uh, like at that point, like especially since junior high, I still consider like the worst school years of my life just because of all the shit that happened of like almost getting into so many fights outside from over just dumbass shit and just like saying what I thought and then petty little assholes trying to act on it which they never swung one punch so knew they were kind of no we don't but at that point I kind of knew like on a joking manner they were all kind of pussies. But I'm uh, still just from, like, all the close friends fucking with me and everything. That that sucked. And then freshman year. Well, I think before that, no, it was freshman year towards the, like, half semester thing. Before, like, Christmas break. Yeah, that's whenever I had met my ex-girlfriend. And that's where, like... Shit hit the fan. Yeah, that's where, like, I felt most comfortable with myself and everything like that just because I had a person to talk to and a person that like made me feel better about things and made me get out more because like I would always go skating with like Jacob and Gage and like it just happened one night where we were all like together and I met her and felt like everything was basically coming into place that I wasn't gonna be depressed anymore I wasn't gonna feel any of the sadness and, like, it kind of all just got repressed. But, like, as time still went on. Especially with everything going on with your dad at that point. Because that's when it all started, right? Yeah. That's whenever it all went fucking big. Because every single night, my mom and dad would be fighting and screaming at each other. And, like, my dad was a complete asshole. And since I never had any other influence of a good relationship in my life, that's just what kind of came with it and then I was an asshole and like I was a controlling dickhead and just like argued a lot over dumb shit which I shouldn't have I've realized that now in the long run but like just being in that for like the first year that's whenever I felt happy but like I also still felt sad because all the repressed shit was still there I'd never gotten rid of it it was always still in my head and like more of it came with the relationship and then just like time kept going oh, fuck okay but I'm um, as time <laughs> it's just really weird okay i had to make my my calves comfortable because it's on a concrete ledge so i put a pillow under it so uh, since johnny interjected uh, i just want to say that i uh that was him. respect the hell out of you for you know like coming to terms with like the mistakes you made in that relationship a lot of people don't understand that at first and they keep making the same mistake over and over again Mm -hmm. but it's a it's a huge step to realize you know what you're doing wasn't healthy for both parties and yeah major props to you dude yeah I feel the same because I kind of went through the same shit that'll be on different podcast stay tuned Go on. <laughs> Wait, what that stay tuned bullshit? 
I want God to plug it. <laughs> it's the next episode. Yes, <laughs> if all of these are called Inside the Outsiders with the name beside it, who the fuck do you think is going to come right after this one? Johnny's John- dad. <laughs> <laughs> My brother who can't talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> so... I, I can't stop laughing. I All I can think about is his brother yelling for 50 minutes. <laughs> okay, so go back to this. Um, Serious shit? Yes. Uh, like making the mistakes and shit. Uh, like during it, yeah, like I def- I noticed it a lot. But, like, there was no way I could be able to control it for some reason. Like, it had, like, taken over. And the only thing that did, like, help me was just, like, whenever we were apart and broken up. That, And even though, like, right after the relationship ended, I was extremely broken and felt extremely hopeless. I'm, at this point in my life, I'm, like, extremely happy that all that shit happened. Because if it never did and I never met her... You wouldn't be the man you are today. Yeah, I, I would be so different. And if I were to get in a relationship now, then I'd just fuck somebody else up. So I'm happy that it ended then and we've both learned from that shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know she's better because we've talked a few times. I know she's better and I know I'm better. We've all moved on from that you've shit. come to terms with it, accepted it, and just moved forward. Yeah, and I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, really after that had happened, uh, I know, Hayden, you said you surrounded yourself with uh, people that understood it. And that's kind of what I did whenever it was, like, right after it happened, I started hanging out with... Uh, Me. Actually, no, I didn't. I know. I don't. I, I'm not going to give you false hope. No, it wasn't you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that for the same time. <laughs> Say you fucking bum, it wasn't you. <laughs> no offense or anything, but like we did, like we were at the lunch table every day, so like, yeah, you were there, but. I bet you just made fun of them every day. Well, no, yeah, we that's exactly. No, it, 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 we made fun I of remember... him faking erectile dysfunction. I remember, yeah, he faked erectile dysfunction. If you didn't know that, he didn't. He faked it? Yes. He made For... up this whole fucking story about it. it yeah, was it was. Funny as hell at the time. Then we were like, hey. Yeah, he just, we were hanging out in Walmart one day, and he just looked at me and was like, hey, uh, you know that erectile dysfunction story, right? Yeah, uh, I made it up. Just because he thought it was funny. Like, okay, let's get back I'm into serious shit. fucking pissed. Okay. Then again, we laughed nonstop for a whole week and told the principal about it I, and everything. Yeah, we told everyone. I, but yeah, we'll, we'll leave that for another podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where am I at? Right you after talk the, about like coming to terms with you said you were surrounding I, I yourself with positive people. Yeah, yeah, but like I started, I started hanging out with, uh, like this is whenever Gates first started talking to Peyton. So, like I started hanging out with them a lot, and like while starting to talk more with Peyton, become friends with her, started hanging out with her a lot, and then Courtney, and then all of us like started hanging out a lot more. Then I came into the mix like fully like a couple months after. 
you still want to include yourself, but buddy, no. Um, I was wasn't. A couple months. I, I wasn't there whenever you were there. I don't think I was invited whenever you guys all hung out. Yeah. I remember I would. No, I seriously wasn't. I don't remember when you guys hung out, but I know we all went to Mill Creek, and I assume you came in during the summer. I don't know. I don't really know if I hung out with him a lot during the summer. I was working. No, it was mainly school. Yeah. But I'm, uh, like, I surrounded myself with them. But it was still at the point, like, you said you surrounded yourself and, like, they talked and helped and understood, right? I see. Yeah, it just helped me get my mind off of it. And okay. helped me, like, talk myself through it pretty much. Yeah, and you also stated, like, Johnny would ask if you're okay and, like, other people would ask that, right? Yeah, they were, like, always, like, help, like ask me, like, what I'm doing all the time. And I asked him hanging out at least three times a day. I pretty much was hanging out with people all the time. I was hardly ever home because it was kind of dangerous for me to be there. Alone. At least. Yeah, well, most of the part of me, like, I'm pretty sure throughout the entire time, like, I was at the lowest of lows. I don't think I was ever asked, like, once if I was ever okay. Because I was, like, pretty good at hiding that shit. Because I never wanted anybody to know. And, like, the first time I think I ever mentioned anything to anybody was with, uh, I think, Gage at Mill Creek. I think that was the first time we actually talked about, like, depressing shit and how other shit like has affected us mm. it was like a little thing but like we still got like closer and talked about that kind of shit and like so he was the first person I like kind of opened up a little bit to and then uh during I think August of that year honestly I don't really recall much of that summer I don't remember anything from it I feel kind of bad now drinking a lot depression a lot <laughs> I it was mainly filled with panic attacks and crying myself to sleep but eh, that sounds like normal summer yeah yeah about right but um, uh, I think August cause that's whenever we had like the box night shit mm-hmm. or we all uh, uh just hung out and uh had a water drinking party a little <laughs> get together and uh with water yeah and uh, I was completely completely fucking out of it. I was really hydrated. Um, <laughs> electric legs went to your head, huh? <laughs> he was pissing like a madman. That water was kind of spicy. <laughs> but your piss have never been that clear before. Okay, but um, uh, that night was one of the first nights I ever... Opened up about it. Yeah, I officially like opened up about like every fucking thing that had happened in my life, basically. Like, in that short amount of time, because I tried talking to like, girls and shit, and, like, just getting my mind off of things and talking to more people, because I just wanted to make some more more people happy. That's what I love to do, but, like, I told them everything that happened, and I was, like, whenever I drove, like, almost a fucking hour to Danville just to be able to hang out with a girl that I really liked. I remember you telling me about this, and you're an idiot. Well, let me tell the story first. I don't know the story. But I'm, uh, like... I met her, like, we were talking, and, like, I went up there, and we hung out, and, like, basically, like, talked about our lives and shit, and walked around, and, like, it was really good, and then, like, I just came back here, like, we still talked a lot, and it was, like, it felt like a pretty good connection, but then I went back up there, we went swimming, I met her, like, 
uh, little siblings too, and they like really liked me too. So I was like, okay, this shit's going somewhere. Came back and then like, I don't know if it was like a couple days after, but like I just never heard from her again. I honestly thought she was dead. Whoa. I did. I thought, but no, she wasn't dead. My, I overthink everything. You know, my mind goes to dark places. Mm-hmm. So, but honestly, that I thought the worst of it. Thought that may have happened, but kind of figured, uh, like, so I looked her up on Facebook and she had a boyfriend the entire time. So that was kind of a dick move. I mean, you weren't in the wrong. You didn't know anything about that. True. That was all her. She was just shitty human being. Yeah, and that was just, like, one person that I felt like I was able to trust. No, this was after the uh, girlfriend thing, right? Yeah, this was after okay. it. This was, like, a couple months. So, kind of like how with Hayden, he subconsciously, like, wouldn't allow himself to connect with someone whenever he did and got screwed over. It's kind of like the same thing you went through. Yeah, but this, like, I went into it, like, this was after, like, I think I talked about it in the uh, one podcast that me and you just did. Mm-hmm. Didn't I say, like, one night, like... I think you talked about it a little bit, but not much. Like, one night that really, like, changed everything was, like, if I had a massive panic attack and, like, most of my memories were, like, gone. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, and I didn't really remember shit. Hayden wasn't here for that, so I'll explain it a little Honestly, bit. that might have also been, like, off the podcast. Well, if it was or wasn't, I'll still talk about it so Hayden knows. There was, like, this one night in the summer where... I think that's probably why I don't remember most of it. But there was one night I had, like, a massive panic attack one night. And, like, I kind of just, like, was crying immensely, hard to breathe. And, like, I just had, like, a huge deep breath and, like, forgot everything. Like, I didn't remember who I was, like, talking to. I didn't remember my name. I didn't remember anything that had happened that day or anything, like, that happened in my life. And, like, some things, like, slowly came back. Like, I don't think everything has come back, but I think there's probably just, like, a wall for it. But I'm not too sure, because I remember a lot of shit now, but it was just, like, everything rewired itself. And from then on, that's whenever all the lessons I've learned have just been embedded in my head. So I don't really understand what happened that night, but it was fucking weird. I've never heard anything like that before. It's happened to me before. I mean, I've had, like... A big panic attack too. I mean, it was while I was driving, so I could drive. That's nah, whatever. You're still here. Yeah. But I've never had it to where like it affects my memory. Or anything. That's y- crazy. Yeah, it was a fucked up, fucked up night. And uh, I think everything that's just like happened since then. It's mostly been like, whenever I almost got raped, that was kind of like a big deal in my head. And it wasn't even, like, the rape thing didn't really affect me as much. The only thing that affected me were the jokes that came out of it, honestly, since we're opening up about everything. That was kind of the only thing that really got me. But also during that time that I was talking to her, I just felt bad that I hurt somebody. Because I hate doing that to anybody, and I, it felt like I hurt somebody. Because you actually have a conscience. Yeah, so, like, I felt really fucking bad for all of that. And, uh, like, this was just me telling her, no, I don't want anything. And 
that just happened. I felt like a complete asshole for that. And like, sometimes it just felt like every decision that I was making was bad for everything. And like, it seemed like everything had a bad turnout just because from everything that I would do, it felt like there would always be somebody there in that corner to just instantly make fun of it. Like even if it was somebody, something that I was proud of, it just felt like there was always somebody there that would crack a joke for it. And that was something that got to me also, but then I came to a point where like I just stopped giving a shit. It still makes me sad, but like I don't, I don't tread over it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who use jokes as like a coping mechanism, like we talked with Jacob about that, like that's his like coping mechanism, and like that's one way to like break the awkwardness of a situation. Like talking about almost getting raped, that's pretty fucked up. Like you gotta have some to like lighten it back up, you know. At random moments, it doesn't lighten it up. That just makes it even more awkward. I mean, for the person that it happened to. Well, for everyone else too, yeah. Cause like that's not a thing people need to speak about and make jokes about. Like honestly, I'm trying to give like a perspective on it. So the people mainly like cracking jokes, making fun of this situation. They're like closer friends, right? Yeah, but in those moments, it doesn't feel like it. Right. And they don't think that it has affected you the way it has. Yeah, because like, like you it. said, you're like a really like, like person. yeah, you're like you're in like a shell per se. Like you don't really like show like if it affects you or not. Like, you know, you laugh it off, right? Yeah, so, so like to them, it's like, oh, you know, like he's okay with it. So you know, we can like roast a little, roast him a little bit about it because you know it don't really hurt him too bad. You gotta make that shit known. Like you don't make it known that like it like hurts you or if it affects you in a negative way. What are you doing? Oh. Then they won't know to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's hard to be able to like say those kind of things. Yeah, it's whenever you don't get like an opportunity to. That's, that's what it it's always feel like. Um, cause, like, and it isn't even like it isn't even just like with you. Like some of them, okay, like. A lot of them are you. You're that kind of person that just like crack shows about anything because you love that kind of humor, and I do too. And like, just not whenever how... it's directed at me. That's <laughs> of course. Like yeah. whenever it's my experiences, let's keep them in here. It's like whoa, don't talk about me. <laughs> like yeah, whenever like... it's out there, like in the world, kind of shit. Like if it's popular, that's like stuff that I like. But whenever it's like, if it's within one one person. Usually, I I don't like those kind of jokes. Yeah, and I've been on the receiving end of a lot of those from this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. That probably... like, I, I know what you mean, but at the same time, I found, like, I realized, like, you got to make light of a dark situation. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of why I would make some of those jokes, just to try to, like, lighten it up and, like, not make it seem as bad as it was that way. Like, no, you bad. wouldn't, like... It's still pretty bad. Well, yeah. Most of But, like, if you can make a joke about it, then, like... Yeah, the person that experienced it can be able to make a joke about it. That's whenever you know, like, 
yeah. they've actually taken the steps to be able to understand that yeah. it was and a fucked up thing, but it's not affecting them anymore. Yeah. The thing that I... And, like, you slowly began, began, like, making jokes about it and everything. The main thing that I did to handle, like, whenever I was getting bullied, I was getting bullied a lot. And, like, you know, I was kind of, like, upset about it. And my nickname freshman year was Fat Shit. <laughs> so... I can vouch. I heard it. It was, uh... That. It was either, you know, dwell on it or make my own jokes about myself that way slash you them. bully the fuck out of them. Yes. Yeah. So, I, that's what I did. I just started, you know, making jokes about myself and then I would retaliate and get them back. Yeah, because if you make jokes about it, then they have no fuel for the ammunition because you beat them to the punch. I am sorry about what I said about your grandmother. That'll be for but the next I, podcast. I couldn't miss the opportunity. Yeah. And like I laughed about it and everything. It made me laugh and smile and shit, so it worked. Still a fucked up thing to do because like you're a fucked up human being. Let's, let's but stop. we all are. All right. <laughs> this is my moment to shine, okay? Yes. Yeah. It's your moment to cry after the podcast. <laughs> well, with all the dumb shit y'all have been doing, I can't be able to do it. I expected it. But no, y'all have to say some dumb shit every 20 seconds. So I'm like, I can't fucking cry. I just gotta be like, here's. I'm trying to sit here patiently, then he jumps in, then I try to agree I'm with you. I'm sorry. Um, I guess also one of the other, like, bigger. Well, I don't know if it was a bigger thing. I did talk about my dad on a previous podcast, and that one fucked me up, but I've had to repress all that, so, like. That one y'all can check on another podcast of Why Is Life So Difficult? That was the name of it. Mm-hmm. So that one you guys can be able to listen to on there. Um, to get more in-depth on his perspective on that shit. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, prom- I promise I wasn't that much of a dick in that one. Yeah, I know you weren't that much of a dick. Because <laughs> I didn't want to kill myself right after. <laughs> Go on. Now I want to shave what? I, I just want to shave really, everything off. It really sounded like you said you wanted to shave your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> you started saying dick, and I got so confused. This episode sh- is sponsored by Manscaped 2.0. <laughs> by Dude Wipes. Oh, God. <clears throat> um, since we were on the topic of jokes that bothered, I'll go more in-depth on most of the jokes for the others and not jokes for the recipient <laughs> um whenever because i'm pretty sure i don't know who started the the forehead one or the nose one i don't know if that was jacob or that not. was definitely jacob whenever that all started that one fucked me up because i always still have bangs to this day yeah because i never could change it just because i'd always get made fun of so like because of i guess starting with him and leading on for everyone else, I can't be able to try anything new because of what sets me back. Mm-hmm. And like, because he made fun of the forehead and made fun of my nose, and I was never insecure about those things. I was like, okay, this is just me. But then once he pointed it out and made fun of it and continued to make fun of it, and then everyone else joined in and made fun of it, it was just like, yo, now I have even more insecurities to add on to every single other one that I already have. And that 
kept fucking with me. That one still fucks with me, honestly. Those ones always do. Like, those are always in the back of my head every single day. Because, like, everyone always makes fun of it. So I'm like, I'm never going to escape that. Oh, yeah, you just got on up to it and make jokes about it yourself. Like you did with the fat shit thing. No, but, like... do the things differently. Mm -hmm. He has to find his own way. Yeah, my own way is in making jokes about it because I already know, like, I've... I've tried making jokes about self-deprecating, but, like, they've never worked. Everyone always comes back with even more shit and even more shit, so, like, I can't be able to do that. And even if I were to try, like, I already have and failed, it's never going to fucking work. That's why I've always just given up on that kind of aspect. Because if I try it, it's just going to be a continuous effort of them always making... I mean, they've died down a lot, considering from what it was at the lunch table to now... You maybe get one once a month, once a week. Every time I do a podcast, bro, do you not listen? No. I can tell. Yeah. Sorry. Dick. <laughs> Good God. I like how I'm talking about this, like, as if they're, it's every, like, it's a bigger group, which it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mainly you. Yeah. Since this is a real mental health thing, we might as well jump into everything and be more open. Yeah, I'll explain my point of it. Was like, this will be brief. Okay. But this like actually relates to what you said. So like, I was you at my school since we went to different schools growing up until high school. Like, I was you. I was the one no one liked. I was like the short, fat one. I was like... The one with the disabled brother that one gave, like, looks to that, like, they felt sorry for me and everything. So, like, I know what that's like. So, I guess, for some fucking odd reason, I thought it was okay for me to make those jokes because I got those jokes made to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess we come from two different perspectives on that. You think... It's okay to make those jokes because they were made I on you. I thought it was okay. I don't think so First, now. I feel bad about it now, and I'm really sorry about <laughs> that shit. It, it's okay. Um, but I can be able to, like, I can vouch for you, especially since you said everyone finds their own ways to cope with things. Mm -hmm. um, for me, for me, my way of coping with that, like, since I always thought, like, since I was the recipient of being bullied all the time, I, I never wanted. Like, I don't like making jokes towards anybody. Unless like, you like your close friends that you know they're joking. Like, but I don't know if, like, you could tell anytime we hang out. Like, I don't usually ever say any jokes about anybody. Like, yeah. the majority of the time. Like, if not... I don't want to say all the time, just because I feel like there's a few moments where I do. But... You definitely make jokes to me about it. Well, yeah, because you always do it to me. I gotta get payback somehow. Yeah, that's how our friendship works. Yeah, that's true. But, like... Even towards, like, Jacob, Gage, or... Well, Gage, I made short jokes, too, just because we're really fucking close. Mm -hmm. But, like, I would never make any, like... Fucked up jokes. Deprecating jokes, like, where it will, like, attack them. Because I know, like, I know how that feels to be attacked. So I'm like, I don't want anybody else feeling, like, how I would feel from it. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, with our friend group, because I know we all have similar 
experiences. Like we all, yeah, ex- similar experiences, similar like backgrounds, similar like personalities. Because we're all basically like family. Yeah, we all basically have a little family. But like that's how I know I wouldn't want to make those jokes because I know if I did, they'd most likely feel the exact same of how I would too. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I just do dumb shit all the fucking time. And just yeah, say dumb shit. You letting me pinch your nipple with the freaking um tweezers. That was by far the funniest thing you've ever done. Yeah, because I like For me at least. I like doing dumb shit. Whenever there's people around, I automatically just want to make some people pretty hot girls around. <laughs> <laughs> I mainly just did it to make people laugh and smile because I don't like it was kinda of boring in there, honestly. But and that's why I threw the potato out my window. Yeah, I like like I gotta make people in the room smile somehow. Like, that's why mostly I will say a lot of dumb, dumb fucking shit. Like, if I say something stupid and y'all call me out on it, I usually do that shit intentionally. Because mm-hmm. I know we'll get a reaction. It's like you're there, you're more in it for the reaction. Yeah, whenever I know the reaction is going to be like... Good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think about it intently. Most things I don't think about. And that's where most of the dumb stuff comes out. And I like it. Comes from. What the fuck did I say? Comes out. Like you were coming out. Did I really say come out? Yes. Did I say come out of the situation? Yes. You want to play fucking golf, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, but coming out of the situation, it's still like, it means the same exact thing. Eh, yeah. Coming from like better way to put it. But they both mean the same thing. Coming, coming out of a situation? Coming from is better, though. I You'll think they back and realize what we're I think about. both of them mean the same as that fucking up, thing. Mrs. McDermott, please continue. And Mrs. McDermott was a cunt. <laughs> Go on. I thought she was an amazing teacher. I thought she was too. I never. The only it. people that didn't like her were the dumb, dumb yeah, the dumb <laughs> idiots that thought, oh, she can't have the gift. Well, it's honestly like, yeah, according to the rule oh. book, she's not allowed to have those in a room. But the way that they attacked her for it was stupid. All she was there to do was do her job. She honestly never even gave us any fucking homework. Like, we literally, we get one assignment a month, and everyone bitched about how much we would get. For real. I know. I fucking hated it. I never had her. Like, at my fucking table, like, I just wanted to go off on so many fucking people. Like, in my class, I wanted to go off on everybody because I hated it. Okay, can we go on with what you were saying, though, about back to the mental health shit? Um, I think, honestly, I think I've reached a point where it's all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. It's bright, it's bright. Thank you. <laughs> but I think I've still like reached the point where yeah. I've talked about everything. Alright, how did you overcome it? Like, what were the main benefactors of you getting through it? And like, how can you use your message and how you went through to help others? Like we asked Hayden in the last one. Um... Just have a better outlook on life. That is a very powerful piss. Okay, yeah, that really is. But go on. But, um, like, having a better outlook on life, because what I always do every single day is wake up with a smile and, like, always try to have a smile on my face at, like, all times. And, uh, never focus on the past or worry about what's gonna happen in the future because past already happened that doesn't yeah it 
that's not what's happening in this moment. The only thing that matters is in the moment and just like go with the flow and realize that everything in your life happens for a reason because you aren't going to get to a good place if you don't work at it. Yeah, if you don't look at all the bad stuff and try to learn from it or if you just keep dreading on all the bad stuff that has happened in your life. If you just look at it and try to learn from it, you're going to be able to come to a good place in your life where you'll understand that you are stronger and you can be able to help others that have experienced the same thing because obviously like a lot a lot of people go through the same stuff as anyone else like through this shit that i've been through or hayden or johnny like there are millions of people that have been through that same exact situation if not worse or maybe some things didn't happen in the same way but can we like put like a little challenge for this what do you mean like just challenge whoever the fuck listens to this garbage you know, it's not garbage. Then don't say garbage. It was just a term. Shut up. Don't say that. I'm, gonna, I'm proud of our work. I'm gonna punch you. I'm proud of our... Aren't you, Hayden? Yeah, okay. Okay, I like some of it. Some of the stuff is hot garbage. You gotta admit that. Yeah, stuff that's garbage I don't release. That's why... That stuff's garbage. Yeah. Stuff why. I put out there, I make sure it's not garbage. Okay. Well, that's why I put it out there. The challenge is impact someone's life for the better. Just make them smile once. Because you never know that could that could impact their whole day and make them not do something stupid if that makes sense at all it makes sense to me like just try to make one person smile yeah, if you do that go on sorry and if you do that then it'll be worth it because you've impacted someone's life for the better yeah if you see somebody that's just like down go and just like say hi or anything like that just Oh, fuck no, I can't that Ouija board and that door open. Oh fuck god. That shit. No, okay. Fuck that fucking shit. serious. What the shit. fuck? Hey bro, cuddle with me. <laughs> bro, what the fuck? Hey, you're the out hell. Yeah, what the this stream is really loud. <laughs> fuck that shit I'm moving out. Okay, so backstory for all this. My house is haunted and he kicked the Ouija board that we have and my door randomly fuck. opened and it was latched. Um so thank you for listening to this episode of the unsold of oh, fuck I Okay, I got Goodbye. it. Goodbye. Thank you for listening Wait. to this episode of the Unknown Outsiders podcast. Remember, try to make one person smile. It'll be worth it. Deuces.